Print it and fill it in because you need to know who you worked for, what mine you're at and for how long and what you did as part of this checkup. It's kind of creepy talking in an empty waiting room. <laughs> I'm not sure when I would get the x-ray. I doubt it's here. Anyway, I'll keep you posted. So I hadn't heard anything. I had my x-ray and I had the form to claim my trip because I live over 20 kilometres away. You can claim travel expenses. But it also gives you an insight into just general if you have to go and have checkups and health and fitness, things like that, so that you know what to expect, the paperwork that you have to fill out, the feedback that you may get. This is for ex-mine workers and quarry. So it's not just coal, right? Because it's about your lungs. Welcome to the Biz with a Miner podcast. My name is Mad Mumsy and I have been driving huge dump trucks in open cut mines for over 10 years now. For years, I have been asked the same questions. How does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? Oh, you must be rich. How do I get a job doing that? Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What is it really like and what does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? This episode is an audio blog. Just you and me. Now, let's dig in. Get it? Dig. Mining. Hello and welcome to Biz with a Minor podcast. I am Mad Mumsy and this is episode number 93. This episode is a little bit different, as you will see, because you are coming on a journey with me over a couple of months, really. <laughs> as a ex-coal miner now, you can have a free checkup on your lungs and this is exactly what I did, and I recorded the whole journey along the way as much as I was allowed to. And so that's what this episode is about. But it also gives you an insight into just general if you have to go and have checkups and health and fitness, things like that, so that you know what to expect, the paperwork that you have to fill out, the feedback that you may get and what it means, especially when it comes to chest x-rays. I'd never had a chest x-ray as an open-cut miner because it wasn't a requirement. Black lung was not very common in open-cut miners, but sadly now is becoming more and more common. So they make it a requirement that you need one, even as an open-cut coal miner. So come on the journey with me. It wasn't just the chest x-ray. You go in and have a full lung health checkup, which will be part of your coal board medical. So, you know, your spirometry, I believe, is the correct terminology, which you'll hear me <laughs> learn that along the way. So your lung health, like when you breathe out and how much that test has changed as well. So come on this journey with me. Also, I'll share in the links where to go to get yours. They have a bus that travels around as well here in Queensland. Sadly, didn't get to go to the bus. They were booked out. 
you can still do it just by going to the local people who were signed up for it, you know, the doctors and that. So that's what I did. And I want you to come on the journey with me. Okay, let's do this. It's fun. And make sure you listen all the way to the end so you can find out what my result was. And there's a few other tips along the way, like how to get reimbursed. You know, I got money for going and getting it done. How did you do that, Mad Mumsy? Keep listening, you'll find out. Cheers. This episode is proudly brought to you by Weather IQ, formerly known as Oz Cyclone Chasers. I have been a member of Oz Cyclone Chasers for many years now, and late in 2023, they rebranded to Weather IQ. I just love them. You've probably heard NITSO on your local weather updates, either through social media or perhaps on your local radio station. And he's a bloody legend and so are the team. And I highly recommend them. The reason they rebranded is because they basically were known for going out and doing the chase for a cyclone, live streaming it to us all. And also NITSO doing all the weather updates for the areas and what's happening with the cyclone, what might happen, having all the computer models. So why do you need Weather IQ? Because if you're going out to work, you need to know if it's going to absolutely flog down for your whole shift. So you've got to take a heap of stuff to do when you're at work, right? <laughs> That's one of the big reasons. Get some magazines. You might need, It might be a three-book week, especially on night shift, you know, or your crosswords, or I know people who download movies and they can watch them out there. Depends on your site and what happens. But obviously the most important one is about your safety. It's about knowing what to expect to get to work. Are the roads open? Can you get there? And you will know as a Weather IQ subscriber how much rain is expected or has come in the area where you are going to travel. They cover Queensland, Northern Territory and WA, all the systems that happen up there. So if you work in the Pilbara, you might live down south around Mandurah away or something like that, but you fly out. You need to know and it's good for your loved ones to know it's not that dear. It's for the pro plan. It's $54.95 a year. That's Australian. You get all the bells and whistles. You get your own weather center. You get your local weather. You get all the updates. When there is a cyclone, if they do a chase, they have live streaming that only subscribers can see. They'll do a bit on their Facebook page and then it's off for us who pay. That's the iWall full subscription is $54.95 or the iWall light is $39.95 a year. And if you think it's good value and you want to give it a crack, when you go in and you sign up, so if you head to weatheriq.com.au forward slash subscribe, as part of the sign up area there, there's a now a referred by. If you put in Lion Crower, which is capital L-I-O-N-C-R-O-W-E-R. That's me. And you'll see me in there. I comment all the time and I always have two little steel cap boots, a headphone, a microphone, and two glasses doing a cheers. Glasses of beer, of course, for beers with a minor. 
So I'd love for you to jump in, sign up because it's really good and that will just help me. I get a bit off my subscription then. Also, when you love it as much as I do and you tell your mates about it, you'll get a bit off as well. It's just pop it in as a referral or if you don't want to, bugger off mad mumsy and <laughs> stop trying to sell me something. Just get in and get it for yourself. So head over to weatheriq.com.au forward slash subscribe. I will put a link in the show notes. And if you're on the app, if you, you can have a look at the show notes right there. And the link will be there and you can sign up whilst you're listening. Remember, Lion Crower. Why Lion Crower? If you listen to this podcast, you should know that. <laughs> because I have two football teams, AFL, Adelaide Crows, Brisbane Lions, hence Lion Crower. And yes, I'm allowed to have two teams. Highly debatable, but that's how I roll, you know, controversial. <laughs> okay, let's get on with the episode. Thanks, Weather IQ, for bringing this episode to us. Cheers. So today is finally the day after I cancelled, then they cancelled. And now it's time to go. It's absolutely flogging down with rain. It's the middle of winter here. It's not meant to be raining. <laughs> and to top it off, I had a dream that I was at work and it was 15 minutes before my appointment, which is in Mackay, and I'm a half an hour sort of out of town. And um, I wasn't going to go. And I thought, no, no, I can make it. I needed fuel and then there was a hold up at the servo and then I couldn't find the place where I have to go. The map wasn't working, my alarm didn't go off and I had no fuel, pretty much is the gist of my dream. So I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, the rain woke me up and I, can you guess what I did? <laughs> I put my prepared boots on, shall we say. I set my alarm for when I need to get ready to leave work. I looked it up on the map and it is where I thought it was, <laughs> not in some random little arcade uh, that I couldn't find. And I'm getting fuel before I go to work, which I had to do anyway. So <laughs> then I just got to get into, into town, into the big village and go do it. So I'll keep you posted. Okay, love you. See you, bye. So I'm in the waiting room. It rained heaps when I was driving in town and I don't like driving in town. Oh God, and then I tried to find it and it was not down an alley, but it was up on another level and I, the signage wasn't great. So <laughs> I was having flashback to my dreams. Anyway, I'm glad I've filled in most of my paperwork on the way uh, before I got here. So print it and fill it in because you need to know, um, which I'll explain later, all of your, um, where you worked and everything. Actually, I'll make sure I get a copy of that. You know, where, who you worked for, what mine you were at and for how long and what you did as part of this checkup. Um, it's kind of creepy talking in an empty waiting room. <laughs> And I'm getting hungry because it's nearly lunchtime. Um, I'm not sure when I would get the x-ray. I doubt it's here. Anyway, I'll keep you posted. <gasps> Bye. 
Okay, so I'm in the little cubicle. I see a blood pressure thing out. I'd have to have my ID ready. Make sure you've got your ID, photo ID, because they have to prove that it's you, right? Especially if you're going for a job or something. Um, but I'm an old timer. That's what this one's about. So now we wait a bit longer. <laughs> um, I don't think that I'll ask about recording because it doesn't feel like that sort of setup, but I'll let you know what happens. <laughs> okay. Right, so the lady wasn't really allowed to talk, obviously, record. I did ask in the end. <laughs> um, but the blowy in thing, spirometry test, has evolved. When I first did it, it was this big wide tube but it's more ergonomic now and it's like a gun that you hold on to and um she did say about it's important to concentrate and do it and don't get cranky <laughs> you know because if you especially if you have to do it because you might not get a true reading you know just focus and get it done and don't wobble your hand around I did that <laughs> which didn't work. Um, so yes, there were forms to fill in um, a bit more. And yeah, I've just blown in the thing. Oh, she meant took my height and my weight. And I had to take my shoes off for the height thing. And of course I had odd socks on. My brightest pink, my brightest purple. <laughs> it's funny. Um, and my weight. And I've done the blowing in thing. So, and she did just say, I have to talk to one of their doctors. I'm not sure what's next. We'll find out. Allow time, people, because I've been here mm, getting on an hour already. Okay, love to see you back. Right, so I'm home now. <laughs> I survived the rain, I survived my visit. And the next step that I had to do was a doctor's appointment, uh, like to see, yeah, you know, she said the doctor is ready for you. And I sat in front of a screen and spoke to a doctor from somewhere, don't know. And <laughs> it was different. I've never done the video doctor conference call before. So that was my first time. And he was nice. I could understand him. It was a bit tricky at first, but enough I knew what he was on about because sometimes they can be hard to understand, even when you're sitting in the room looking at them, some of them. But they did still know their shit, right? Anyway, he asked me a few questions about my mining and what I did and the, because when I was an... He, found out I was an operator, he said, oh, so you're in air-conditioned cab of a, you know, machine, mostly, so away from the coal. I'm like, mm, well, yeah, but a lot of times the seals on the doors don't work and the coal comes in and then you hot seat on the, on the ROM in the coal and, yeah, no, we're still around the coal. <laughs> It's improved, I'm hoping, since I left. However, it's still there. 
windy day, you know, there's just, you're down in the, under a digger. I didn't tell him this, but in case you didn't realise, you're sitting under a digger and drop cut doing the coal and you can't hear the horn. And so they say you've got to crack the window. And when they say crack the window, literally just make it go, just a crack it. Don't wind it down because you're going to be breathing in that shit, you know, because you need to hear the horn when they tell you, okay, piss off, (laughs) you're full, get out, or you're back and under and you've got to stop. But that's another whole rabbit hole. So, and, you know, we don't wear masks in our trucks, right? He was kind of asking about PPE and I said, yeah, well, you know, when I had to. Um, And so he was basically just going over what she'd already asked me and I'd had a couple of other issues that I asked him about and he said, well, this is just about your lungs. So go and see your GP to follow up about that. And do you have any other questions? I'm like, nope. And that was that. Uh, And then I was pretty much free to go. But I didn't ask about the x-ray because he, oh, he asked me if I'd had an x-ray. When was the last time I had an x-ray on my chest for coal? And I said, well, I haven't because they just brought it in for open cut that you had to as I was leaving, uh, it was just a new thing, you know, and and actually I think it was already in, but I wasn't due for a medical, so I didn't have to. So next time I'd have to have a medical, I would have had one. Um, and I found out today too that some labour hire have to have one every year. So interesting to see about that. But I left and no one told me where do I go for a medical, so uh, x-ray. So I'm going to follow that up because you can't just rock up and say, I'm here for an x-ray and I'm not paying because it's part of a thing. (laughs) But late this afternoon, I did get a text message to call back as a follow-up. So I think it might be about that. Um, But all in all, I'm glad I did it and I'm happy with my results. He was quite happy with the the spirometry Tests. He was pretty happy with that. So um, we'll see what happens after this. Okay. Anyway, I made it home from the big smoke and, oh, I was starving because I didn't get out of there till Hubbus 1. It was over two hours in the end. And I was just so hungry and I thought, oh, I'll wait till I get back to work. I'll have something to eat. And I didn't have anything that exciting there to eat. So I <laughs> I was driving out and the car, it just veered left into the servo where Hungry Jacks is. <laughs> so I had myself some chips on the way back and then, um, yeah, had a burger at work and all was well. So I encourage you to go and get it done. I'll keep you posted in this episode, which you'll hear, which I don't know what's going to be, but about the x-ray side of it and then what happens from there. Okay, love to see you. Bye. Now for a word from our sponsor, Julia Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group. If you head to bantax.com.au forward slash minors, that's B-A-N-T-A-C-S, you can download a free booklet all just for us miners. 
And there's also a spreadsheet in there that helps you check off what tools you have for your trade, like your isolation lock, work boots, seven shirts, all of these sorts of things. And you can weigh them up and it'll tell you if you qualify weight-wise to claim your trips out to work. I strongly urge you to head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners and tell them that Mumsy sent you. So I went and had that checkup, and then I realised nothing was said about where do I go for my chest x-ray. I had no paperwork or anything. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that in my last little chat. I had a text message from them after I'd left saying to call back, but when I called back, they were shut. So I rang again today, and they... It took them a while to figure out why they wanted me. Long story short, what happened was in my initial email thread from them, I'd missed an email that had the printout and where to go to get my x-ray. And it would have been better if I already had had that done before I went for my lung capacity test and all of that. But it's still got to go and get read by the specialty, specialty mining x-ray readers. So now I know where I've got to go. I've got a form that I had to print out and f- I'll fill in and take with me so I don't have to pay. And I just can just walk in, so I'll go after work one afternoon next week. And then, then what? I don't know. Then let them know. I'll read the email again. Ha! <laughs> let them know that I've had it done, I guess, um, or they'll get the results because she said, then we can complete your medical once you've done that. So, which I knew, but I didn't know how to go about getting it because I had no paperwork. So she told me what date they sent the email and sure enough, it's in there. (laughs) And then right at the bottom was the attachment because I was looking on my phone Um, And then I printed that out via Wi-Fi to the printer. If you're a uh, techno dinosaur, as some of my people call themselves, that's what you do, push print. And then if you're on Wi-Fi, it'll search for any printers in the area, like in the office where you are. If you don't know, get someone else to do it, or you can do it from a computer. So, um, yes that's where we're up to I'll go and do that next week and on Google when I Google to check um, the address and their opening hours they were open from 8 to 5 so I'll just leave work a bit earlier and um, and go in and it said that people spend anywhere from 25 minutes to an hour and a half in there so I'm figuring if I go at the end of the day They'll do it quick and kick me out, right? We'll see how that unfolds. Okay, love you, see you, bye. And it's still cold here and raining. Less rain, but still cold. (laughs) Bloody Queensland. So I'm at the radiologist place. Going to have my x-ray next step in the adventure. Um, I just rocked up and it looked like they'd all gone home, but lucky one was left, so that's worked out good. Um, yeah, probably creepy.
probably best um, to make an appointment because I nearly missed out. But I finally got away from work to come and have it done. They keep ringing me as well, so... Naughty, mad mumsy. Okay, love to see you, So, that's me. Had it done so fast. All I had to do was go into a little cubicle and take off my bra and my top because my top had some reflective bits on it, which I didn't even notice that can affect the picture, and just stood up against a screen. Had to lower it down, of course, so my chin would fit in, because I'm a shorty, and take a deep breath, took a picture, good to go. Dinner to pay, in and out in five minutes. Uh, just had to fill in an extra form, because I haven't been to this x-ray place before. But all good. Um, so I'll keep you posted on what happens next. And I now I'll have a form I can fill in to claim my fuel for, first of all, the trip into town to have my medical and then this one to have my um, X-ray. I can't believe how fast it was. And they were so nice. All right, time to go and have a beer. It's knock-off o'clock. <laughs> okay, love you. See you both. Another update about my free lung check as an ex-coal miner so I hadn't heard anything I had my x-ray and I had the form to claim my trip because I live over 20 kilometers away you can claim travel expenses um, so I was filling in the form and it said you cannot submit this form without a receipt and I thought well I already had fuel because I drove and I've already had fuel, so I didn't get a receipt. What the hell? So I sent them an email, and the lovely lady rang me straight away, just about, and um, talked me through it. And easy peasy, just I think it's 46 cents per kilometre, but you don't have to fill that in. They figure that out. And you write how many kilometres and the date, so you need to know what date you went so keep a diary, <laughs> um, or look back in the email text message thread if you can't remember, and sign the form um, and say where you went. So what I, ha I had two trips. One was for my checkup, you know, initial bunk capacity test and all that, which you just heard, <laughs> and the other one was a chest X-ray. Um, about a couple of weeks later, it took me before I could get there. I remember, ideally, have your chest x-ray first so you can take it with. Um, and then I said, so is that it? Do I hear anything back or what's a go? <laughs> and she laughed. She said, definitely, you'll hear back. Um, it can take usually around 28 days because a, she used good words, a, you know, something rather, something rather, chest person will look at all my results and then they will let the doctor know and then I will get written um, feedback and also I'll get a phone call from the doctor which is probably the guy I did the video call with I guess so um, yeah that's where we're at I've just filled in the form and now I've got to scan it and then email it to them today.
And she said, you don't have to wait that 28 days before you get your refund back. So you don't get that once it's all over. As soon as you get it, they'll, you know, process it. I suppose they'll double check and everything. But yeah, so that's a little update there. And I'll let you know what happens once I get results and things. And that should be us done and dusted. And um, make sure you go and get yours. Now you know what to expect. <laughs> Thanks to Mad Mumsy. Okay, love to see you, bye. So I've just got home from work and I'm sitting on the step. Got beer in hand. Ugh, and a bit of an update for the next leg of the ex-coal miner or miner lung check. And I had a phone call today. Didn't know the number. I must save that number because same lady. She's lovely. Um, and I had submitted my fuel... Uh, thingy <laughs> you know what I mean you just listen to it my kilometres my reimbursement form and she just wanted to question me in a lovely way so that she could submit it and explain why I did two trips because she could see that I had an appointment booked and then I had to change it because I was sick remember and Oh, I had a lung thing, so last thing, a chest infection that I was getting over, so last thing you want when you're doing a bloody <laughs> checkup on your chest is to have a crooked chest, right? So I waited a couple of weeks for that and eventually got in. It's been such a long, drawn-out thing. You're lucky you got to hear it <laughs> all at once, whereas this is over a few couple of months, really. Um, so... She wanted to know why I didn't have my chest X-ray done at the same time. And I explained to her that, well, actually, I didn't quite read the email properly, which said, try to have it before you go and do your, your check-up with, with the um, doctor people. So I didn't know anything about the chest X-ray. I thought they'd tell me everything when I got to the first appointment, you know. So read the emails. But you've listened to this now, so you know. But they still wouldn't have the result, I'm thinking. But anyway, um, and so I claimed two trips because they're on different days. And then it was, you know, another couple of weeks before I actually went and got the freaking X-ray, if you recall. And she wanted to know why that happened as well. And I said, well, because I'd already taken time off work to go and have the other checkup, and I was just going to pop into Mackay and have it done. But as you heard, I was there for nearly a couple of hours and I was hungry and I didn't get lunch <laughs> because I'd folded my paperwork, remember, and... Uh, their printer didn't like my paper and oh my god I was in there forever and so then I had to wait until I could get time off again a bit or leave a bit early to go and get my chest x-ray at one of the recommended places that they'd said so that's why and she said oh right I said look if you just want to because I'm 55 kilometers out of town so it was a 110 kilometer round trip all up each way and I you know because I left from home and all of that and um 
I said to her, look, if you just want to do like just one trip, I'm fine with that because it was down to me, really. She said, well, I'll, I'll put in the reasons. Um, they all sound legitimate to me and we'll uh, see what they, what they decide. So at 110 kilometres return trip times two at 46 cents per kilometre, right? Might be all right, if not half that. So I'm good with that. You know, like, <laughs> I was going anyway. And, um, yeah, so now that should, I'll let you know, you know, what happened, how much I got. But also, when I hear from them about my next step, which is my feedback of, you know, my results, and then I hook up with the doctor again, which I'm assuming will be online, because it was even when I was in at that place, you know, as you heard all of that after. So there, that's the next update on that. (laughs) I can't believe this has taken so long. I've already got another podcast episode out in between, going me. Episode 92 with the bearded underground jumbo operator from WA, part of the family, uh, very close. And, um, yeah, just sat outside and hit record and it was gold. And there was explosions. We had the production supervisor yelling at us because we were not yelling, but, you know, worried because we were lost. Oh, you're kidding. The power just went off. Back on. <gasps> Shitting me. Right, go charge your phone at 7.06 on the 4th of September. Um, I hope mum's all right, not stuck in her chair. I'll get a message in a minute. Did your power just go off? <sighs> what happened there? Or was that a message from that angel saying, you're right, we'll give you all your, all your fuel money? <coughs> anyway, chip. Better cook some tea and grab another drink while I can. Charge your phone, woman. Okay, love you, see you, bye. Well, hello again, and this is the final recording for this episode with the outcome and a bit of a wrap-up. So... I received a phone call from the doctor for my follow-up and one thing it's important to remember is to answer unknown calls throughout this process because they will come from a lot of different phone numbers and the doctor was actually in New South Wales, I think. The other thing I would like to clarify is that this is for all ex-mine workers and quarry. So it's not just coal, right? Because it's about your lungs. So there's support there for that as well. Good news on my lungs is that my lung capacity was as good as it was in 2014, which was my best result that I'd had throughout all my tests over the years. And I was back at that rate. So that was good news. My chest x-ray was fine and clear. The only thing they could see was scoliosis, which is curvature of the spine. There'll be links to that in the show notes for all the correct terminology for black lung because it's a big long word. You know, Mad Mumsy, I don't do those very well. Still as serious, but harder to say. 
So then they said they'll now close the file. And I also received my money back within, I think it was within about 10 days. I just put my bank account number in and it went straight in. And I got $97.79. So that was pretty good. And I'm about 55 Ks out of town. So they paid for my fuel and that covered it for sure. Also, because I had to go twice and remember I had to explain why, (laughs) explain my life away. So I hope that you will take advantage of this or perhaps you're still working in mining and or you're about to retire. You can ask, I've learned this during this process, you can ask for an exit follow-up from your employer. So an exit x-ray and all of that to see where you're at because if they find something there you can get workers compensation supposedly I can imagine the nightmare that that is to go through so I do have some links for you to get started all in the show notes more about black lung um, what is proper name and terminology is and the support that's there what your employer is expected to do, what you can do for yourself if you find that you get a positive result and to the support that is out there. So the first thing to do, well, follow those links. But if you also, if you send an email to formerworker at rshq.qld.gov, .au, you can um, start the process, right? Just send them an email and say, I want to find out about this free lung checkup thing, which is pretty much what I did. So like I say, head to the show notes, madmumsy.com forward slash beers93. Or if you're on your app, you can have a look and those links should be right there clickable for you now on most of the podcast apps, which is amazing. The podcast is brought to you by WeatherIQ. Get on weatheriq.com.au and you were referred by, do you remember? Of course you do, Lion Crower. You might need to make sure you put the capital L in, I'm not sure. Lion Crower and also Bantax Accounting Group. Thanks to Julia for supporting me for so long. Freaking amazing. Okay, I'm going to head off now, get this finished so you can finally have it and we get it out in the world. And make sure you go and follow up because it's important. Tell others about it. We all got to look after each other, right? And when you are on site, no matter what sort of mine you're in, do whatever you can not to breathe all that shit in because there's so much in those particles and you get them in your lungs, you'll know all about it as you understand now. Okay, until next time, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun for we only live once. Cheers. Oh, my tummy rumbled. I'm hungry. Go and eat. Might have a beer now and celebrate. Ka-ching, I got good lungs. I got my money back. And I finally got this podcast out. (laughs) Now, I have others coming, so stay tuned.